up, y'all? Welcome to episode 14 of Cognac Confessions. I'm your host, Shut Up Talon. And I am Jayla O. And this is Cognac Confessions, episode 14, and I'm going to stick beside them. So this week has been very um, eventful for me. Uh, how have how has your week been, Jayla? Because I have a long, a long story to tell y'all. <laughs> um I guess man um nothing exciting um I just got my hair done um I don't like it um <laughs> I because I don't want to waste my money I'm going to I'm gonna keep it in until August you know it's the biggest July so that's not a day you know, as soon as August hit I'm gonna be searching for a new hair appointment because I I don't hate my hair you know not ugly but it's just not my cup of tea um yeah I don't like it I don't like it I've had locks before I've never had short locks before I think I need to stick with the long locks I just I'm not a fan um yeah that's really about the only that's been going over here everything everyone I take up my bonnet I get mad I'm like damn girl what did you do what did you do like I don't even feel comfortable going to the club because it's not giving a girl sex appeal this weekend. Like, yeah, you gotta make it like sexy. I don't know how to do it. So, because <laughs> <laughs> I don't like wearing certain stuff if my hair is a certain way. So, but sometimes you gotta let your face do the talking. You're right, but if my hair don't match the outfit, I can't get jiggled with it. I can't get down there. And it's so tragic because this weekend I'm hanging out with my friend and her brother and her brother's friends. And it's like, I'm just, it's just not, I'm just not going to be catching the niggas like I'm supposed to. But it's okay. It's all in the confidence. We're all in the confidence. We're going to see. We're going to see. Maybe I, I don't know. We, you got to just come in there and walk like, yeah, I'm making this hair look good. I look good. And they going to be like, damn. You do right. It. I'm I'm a fake it till I make it. I'm a fake it till I make it this weekend. Fake it till you make it this weekend. Definitely. What's, what's going on? What's what's been so eventful in this? So eventful. Well, so first of all, yeah, I have so many things to tell y'all. So okay, first of all, um, I officially have my new move-in date. So that's the first thing I've been having to be an adult. Um, today y'all had to call Georgia Power, get my power cut on. Like that is. Right. this is crazy i'm an adult so that's just been the crazy part about it i've been having to spend all this type of money um you muted yourself oh you know that oh uh i've had to spend all this type of money um but the most eventful thing that happened to me um was last week at my job um i was called prejudiced by a black man Ooh. he went and reported me to my company and said that i was being prejudiced prejudice and racist towards him because if y'all know I work in customer service and so um in my job I do returns and so like we have a policy where if you don't have a proof of purchase you cannot return your item you can't get a store credit for you know just because we just can't do that you know people just was kind of abusing that little loose policy that we had was steal stuff come back and was getting five hundred six hundred dollars store credits and selling them so anyways the man got offended because i asked him for his receipt and then he got offended because i asked him why was he returning his purchase was it damaged 
So he thought, he said that I was treating him like he was a homeless bum and he wanted to report me and um, kept walking up on me, trying to get my name on my apron because I was telling him a different name. I was telling him my name was Tay. (laughs) So that was the first thing um besides that so y'all know i'm in some interview processes or whatever and i maybe this is a blessing in disguise that i'm just not understanding right now but first of all y'all corporate motherfucking interview processes are longer than motherfucker you can be in a bitches for two and three months like they are very 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 long and so um one of the jobs so let me go back i at one time one week in june i had three interviews right I was, they were very interested and I turned down one of the jobs just because I was hoping to get one of the bigger opportunities that was paying a little bit more. Okay. So since I told them that I declined that one, I didn't get that one, of course, because I declined it. The other one, um, they declined me today. So they reached out to me and said they would love to put me in a different position because they really loved my interview and all this stuff. So today I really had a breakdown because like, oh my fucking gosh, like, is this real life? Like, and then I just hate when you're talking to people and they like, oh, you have a degree, you can get a job anywhere. Do the fuck? Do y'all think that I pay $40,000 a goddamn year to just get a job anywhere? I'm going to get a job in communications, okay? Because that's what the fuck I went to school for. So anything less than that is not even an option. Like, it's just not. So I've been stressed out about that. Um, But I'm trying to look at it as a blessing that the job that I really, really want, the company that I really, really want to work with, um, I'm going to get that one just because that is the one that I had already put in my head months ago. I was going to deny everybody for it anyways. So fingers crossed that I get that, but it's just been a very eventful week. Like my emotions have literally been all over the place because these crazy ass customers, my one job, then I got another job. I'm about to quit. Then I got another job. I got denied for it. It's like, damn, like shit is not letting up, but it's okay. Yeah, baby girl. Cause you know, recently, well, you don't know, but I've been reading, it's, it's a popular book. I'm pretty sure all y'all done heard of it. Oh, look, hold on. What? I'm starting this. Okay, girl. I I love I love my role model, but I could not finish it. <laughs> She's talking about the Michelle Obama book, y'all. But um, I read it last summer. I don't get me wrong, it's it's great. It's a good book, but um, I don't know. I just some things I couldn't really relate to because um, I'm not a mom. Um, I'm not older. The only parts that really, really had my interest is when she was talking about like her teenage years, her college years, and of course, you know, when she met Barack. Those were the only things that really like, you know, had me captivated. I, it's out of 24 chapters, I made it to 22 and I refused to finish 22 and I mean 23 and 24 but you may love it but read it definitely read it honestly I'm not a book reader so this is a first I got this graduation gift so I'm trying same get it but yeah I just started recently well I didn't just start I'm like halfway through but um recently I've been reading you're a badass um have you seen that book it's a really i saw i think you posted it on instagram yeah it's really really popular it's it's written by like a female life coach because life just being real ghetto and i'm not really like i do like to read but i'm more of a 
fictional type of reader, you know what I'm saying? Um, so this is my first like kind of self-help life type of book. And I can honestly say that book really be dragging me, um, me for filth. Um, I be trying to put things that the book says into like life practice. Like how you were saying about the whole job thing. It's like with me, it's just like, okay, yeah, don't get me wrong. I'm thankful for my J-O-B. I want to say that. Very happy to be there. But I feel like any stage of life where like something you really, really wanted like so bad, everything is going to have its pros and everything is going to have its cons. You feel what I'm saying? And sometimes I feel like I get so hung up on the cons. I don't even think about how years ago... And you wanted to be in this position. Yes. And then I'm in here and I'm seeing it's not all, you know, roses and unicorns and shit. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> See, and I think that's my thing, like, with where I am right now. It's like, with my job, it's like, like okay when it first started it was great it was like wow like i'm just so happy to be here and then as time goes on it's like okay this is some bullshit like this yeah. is not what i was envisioning or thinking it was gonna be and then like a lot of things too for me it's like it's very hard to work for somebody when you are very strong-minded mm-hmm yeah, it's very hard to work for somebody, especially when you know certain things. It's just very hard for me to take. I'm not saying it's hard for me to take directions because I, 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 I listen to people. Like I am, I, I am, I can listen to people. I'm very teachable. However, it is very hard for me to take um, certain things from people when I know that what you're saying is not the best answer. <laughs> I feel you. I, I feel you, but yeah, you should um, tap into your badass after you read Miss Michelle. Is it motivational? It's like, what is it supposed to be doing for you? It's basically, um, I like the way she talks. I do like the way she talks in the book. Like it's called You're a Badass. So clearly she's not necessarily like sugarcoating anything or whatever like I do like her approach to it it's basically saying stuff that a lot of people say in general but I like the way she said it and it was just so crazy because like one example she used it was just like um like basically of course like your mind is powerful your tongue is powerful and she was like for example I got a friend who was just like uh keep on saying she didn't say niggas ain't shit but basically um her friend was like me and our trash and she was just like, well, if all men are trash, then why your friend just got engaged to the love of her life? Or maybe the reason why you keep on experiencing all these trash men is because you keep on putting it out there that every man you meet is going to be trash. That's your mindset. You're yeah. going to it that a man is trash. Yes. And so, of course, you're going to find everything wrong and he's going to end up being trash. So, yeah, because my mindset is, ooh, that, that shit is toxic so <laughs> yeah that book be reading me but anyways speaking of reading um this week's take a shot is a magazine called set magazine um actually published by one of our own classmates okay see you 21 
Yeah, Twitter to the line, Clark Atlanta alumna, Miss Miranda. She just set out her second issue of Set Magazine. Um, everything is by her. She's a wonderful author. This, that girl can write. That girl yeah. got the credentials. That girl is in her bag. So okay. I'm really need y'all to um, hit up Set Magazine. You can order them online. She will ship it right to you and check my girl out because like... She's great. She's one of CAU's mass media greatness. And we got okay, a lot of, and that's all we produce is greatness in our department. Hello, we got a lot of greats coming out of the MMA department at Clark Atlanta, and she is one of them. And which is also like congratulations, Miranda, on your magazine. But we also want to give you a shout out because you know it's it's a couple names that you know or that I you know that we recognize from being in the mass media department, you know, throughout our four years. And she was definitely one that you recognized and knew exactly what she did. So congratulations to you and best of luck to you and everything that you're doing. Um, I know that everybody's kind of going through this like crazy phase at the graduation, but girl, congratulations. And you are going to do your thing. Yeah. And we're always rooting for you with Kanye Confessions. Yes, honey. I, we, we love Miss Miranda. We love that magazine. One thing about Miss Miranda, not only is she that girl, but she was also very supportive and very. so nice. And I just, ooh, I love Miss Miranda. Like, I, ooh, the love is mutual over here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell y'all something else about Miss Miranda. Miss Miranda can dress, okay? Take notes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Take notes. Came to the HBCU and set it off. Hello. Okay. Baby girl came in freshman year Holmes Hall with the drip. I saw it because I was in her dorm. Okay. Gosh, it sounds so crazy. We just not college no more. Like we really cannot get dressed and go out in the hallway and see people walk in the class. Oh my god, I'm gonna cry. This <laughs> crazy. The kids about to move in in less than a month, and what we doing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm sad. But anyway, so this week's hot topics are. Ranging from a whole bunch of different places. So if y'all are into like the influencer lives, just like I am, um, Ari had her birthday party this weekend and it was Players Club theme. Players Club is my favorite movie. So I was really like, yes, girl. But what I really loved the most about her birthday was Moneybag just letting her be her. Like, I love when a man just lets you be as wild as you are. And then he's supporting it and telling her, get wild. And then throwing the money on her. So you supporting me and you supporting me financially. Like, it was just, wow. Like, it was really, really, it was really nice. Like, I loved it. No, I, I loved it too. Like you said, you know, because some dudes is like, I don't know what's wrong with them. They get a girl with real, real big personality, you know, real, you know, woo, woo, woo. And then, they want to dimmer. Yeah, think that they could calm her down. I don't like that. So I love when I see a man embrace his woman's you know, free spirit. Because I know if I'm at a party, especially my party, and I'm, and I'm shaking his ass, getting on the floor, hitting splits, hitting cartwheels, I don't want to hear no calm down. I don't want to hear no, you're doing a little too much. If you say that, you're getting cussed out. Because obviously you're not my man for real. Because you will be supporting me. Like money back supports Ari. 
So yeah, but you know, that birthday party was really, really cute. I love I you know, I love I love the dance girls. I love it. Okay, that is definitely up my alley. I definitely was a fan of that. And also, I am definitely a fan of the whole Real Housewives franchise, but it's two that I really am a fan of. Y'all already know Atlanta is definitely my top, top franchise, period. Like, never going to top two or not two. Um, but my top two is Real Housewives of Potomac, and they just came back on air recently. Um, I want to say, was it last week? Yeah, this, it? yes. Sunday, Sunday. So, um, yeah, they definitely were, um, I see they have a new cast member. I actually didn't get a chance to really watch the episode, but I have been looking at their Instagram pages and kind of getting a glimpse of what may be taking place this season and who's on there. But right now it's looking like it's the battle of the bad girls, honey. We have the the two gangs split. Yes, I like, now I'm saying this new girl, Mia, I really like her. She's young. She's rich. I just, I don't know. Something about that girl, I like a lot. And honestly, you know, this past Housewives of Atlanta season was, in my opinion, not the best um, at all. Of Atlanta? Yes, of Atlanta. Like, it was not the best season. It's personally, to me, did not give what I wanted it to give. But what I can say, I feel like this season of Potomac gonna be number one when it comes to back back season. Like first first episode really was better than a lot of episodes of Atlanta last season. Personally, to me, it was like yeah. um baby because first of all, Miss Mia she came in hot, she came in ready. Um, then we got Giselle who you know. She already hating on the, on the new girl because the new girl is pretty and she young. Then, first episode, boom, Giselle started an argument with Karen. And then it was just, it was just, it was just good. It was just, it was just juicy. I love I mean, it. I definitely think that they are coming up. I think the issue with Atlanta, though, is that they have lost a lot of their heavy hitters. So now they're making more of like the other people be more dominant like for example like nini's not on there kim's not on there sheree's not on there they all had like huge personality especially nini and then now you have what at the time portia was kind of still in her shell now she's coming out of her shell more i think the problem with this season well with the last season of Atlanta housewives was they just took a little too much time on the bolo situation like that should have been a one and done situation and move on to something else that that was really a factor y'all drag the situation out who cares because that's what to talk about they what they were trying to do it well kenya was trying to do in my opinion she was trying to have make a big old issue so dennis would know that portia is this and she's that whole time so it's the show in portia with a whole nother man so that really just slapped the season down because it didn't even fucking matter. She went telling nigga. So that's what they that that's what they really should have been covering. Yeah, because yeah, I just I don't know. I'm not saying this past season of Atlanta was bad, but for the looks of this season of Potomac, it's just giving with- But Potomac is also very new still. You gotta think. It they is like season four, three, or off slow. Like Potomac, first few seasons 
were not that hot. It was not that hot. It was mm-hmm. not that. It happy. wasn't. It wasn't. The last season was good, and this season was good. I started watching Potomac on his very first season because I seen there with some black women, and I was like, "Oh shit, give me something else that's black other than Atlanta that yeah. you know to watch." I've been watching it since season one. Yeah, and it just was like you were saying. It was slow. It just wasn't nothing. It was like, um, I don't want to say a little bougie, little drama. No, it was, it was too much. They didn't want. It was know. very catty. It was very like, oh my god. Drama. It was never like what's up, bitch, type it, of drama. I like yeah. what's up, bitch. Type it of didn't drama. start getting good till Michael started cheating. That's right. And people started going in debt. Yeah, now this season don't tell you man, this season on pop. We got the new girl Mia, Giselle with her hot mess. Her her daughter's gonna get her together by getting that man Robin and her. We don't know when she's gonna have the wedding. That mess. Robin's not gonna have no wedding. Robin's gonna have a boyfriend till she's 80. That's what it's looking like. And it's just gonna be, it's just gonna be good. We got Wendy with this new body and these um cheating allegations with her husband. It's you cheating. Allegedly. That's coming up, girl. girl. I gotta watch TV. I gotta go watch TV tonight. Girl, girl, watch the episode. Anyways, 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 anyways. Speaking of new stuff, um, Miss Talon <laughs> went to go see. Face Jam before everybody, y'all. She's exclusive like that. Wow, got to get on her level. <laughs> very much, very much so. It was actually really good. Let me tell y'all something. So I never. Okay, let me not say this. I did not watch the first Face Jam. Um, I saw a few clips before on TV, but I never just say and watched the movie. So I'm not sure how good. I always have heard that the first one was just great. But this second one is really, really good. Let me say this. If you are a LeBron fan, you're going to love him more seeing him in a different light than just seeing him on the court. And I think it's because this movie really highlights a lot of him. But then it's also like, like they they make it personable to his life, if that makes sense. Like a lot of the movie is like, it's, it's, it's like a LeBron movie mixed with, like that's literally what it is like they cover his family they cover his growing up life they cover it's just a very good movie like it's a very good movie i really enjoyed the movie um i really want to go see it again on friday but yeah i I love the movie i am definitely going to go see it i don't know if i'm going to see it um on this opening day but i do know that i'm going to go see it and I want to see it. I pick the new bougie dining theater that's at Connie Square because, yeah, I just feel like that's the movie I want to see and I pick because it's going to be a good movie because I love it. It's a really good movie. Y'all saw that on like the third row. I'm like this trying to watch the movie last night, but it was so good. Like when I tell y'all, it was so good. And what I really like, like I was telling Jayla earlier, what I really liked about it was that. Warner was doing a slight flex. They really included a lot of their movies and characters in the movie, not just so much the Looney Tunes. They was kind of flexing on everybody, letting them know, like, this how long I've been running the motherfucking entertainment industry, blah, 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 blah. And then they also, like, within the movie, um, it was very relatable to today. Like, it was, it was very, like, social media techie. And that really would engage me more because it's like, wow. Like, some of the stuff they were saying on the movie was like, hold on. Like, 
like okay i'm gonna give y'all one line from the movie one the little villain he was like a social media mm-hmm. little like a troll a social not was really a troll but he was like like somebody that lived in the server so he was like oh, okay your phone right yeah, and he was basically saying, like, if you have a microphone or a camera on your phone, I can hear you and I can see you. Mm-hmm. That right there kind of, okay, because I swear the government be throwing hands. But anyways, mm-hmm. that right there, that threw me. I was like, okay. So you was you was letting us know. So it just was very, I thought the movie was very cute. I, I really enjoyed it. And, um, yeah, speaking of other things that I enjoy, I really enjoy homecoming because I get to be like this lit. But they changed homecoming day. So are you gonna go now? Because it was it's changed. Um it depends. It it really depends on my schedule. Um it depends on my work schedule. If I'm if I'm not working, like if I'm not if I'm off on that day, then duh. Duh. Can you take <laughs> off? Because I really need. I need you. My homecoming. You my homecoming partner. And that's the gag. I literally cannot tell. So, <sighs> y'all, Jelly is my homecoming partner. I know. Literally, my boss literally told me, like word for word, ain't no taking off for homecoming. Like he already said it directly to me. So, um, yeah, we just gotta hope that I either have a morning shift or that I am off just in general, like do not work, you feel me? But um, if I'm able to, duh, the fuck. <laughs> I'm gonna tell y'all, one day we gonna add in these videos, clips of us from homecoming. Y'all will see it in each other. We be late, we be late at homecoming. Yeah, yeah, that's, the, that's the time to be. You wanna have fun? And then come with us on homecoming. Come to death row. Come to death row. <laughs> Yes, but y'all, it got switched to Halloween. And Talon told me this was Chatters. I don't care. I don't give a fuck what she says. She can roll her eyes all she wants because I have people backing me up. I feel like. Who backing you up? Babes. I have people backing Three me up. Three people. And I can name them. Anyways, 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 y'all. I really feel like it would be so cute to since it's Halloween weekend to like if everybody, you know, people lame. They want to be grown. They just lame as shit. But I just feel like it would be so cute if people came dressed up in their cute, sexy Halloween costumes. It's kind of, it's basically like going to an outside Halloween party because Halloween parties are fun. But it's nighttime and it's cold. So we're going to have to wear a jacket that's covering up our outfits. You act like people do not be drunk at tailgate. What are you talking about? But it's the fact, if I come out there with some damn lingerie on... Who said you had to wear lingerie? You talk about sexy Halloween costumes. Every sexy Halloween costume is damn near lingerie. Okay, well, I guess we have two ideas for sexy. Not every sexy Halloween costume is lingerie in my head. Sorry. Um, yeah. So I wish y'all, I would if you're listening on Apple Music, I really wish we could have a visual to show y'all me rolling my eyes. Because like what I had on last year for Halloween, like that could be okay for outside because it was long sleeve, my titties was out, it was real short, and I had an over knee boots. So for the bitches that don't have no titties, we're a push-up bra. I don't have I barely have them. What do you mean? Yeah. No. Or you have a lot of ass talent. So where my ass out with some thigh high boots, I can do that. Exactly. I- with some draws, some thigh high boots, some fishnets. Yes. 
we 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 be a police officer. Now it, it's that's not good to be a police officer in the HBCU. Now you should have said be a, a fucking army person. Well, I'm trying. I want to be Mrs. Officer so I can sing the song. Girl, they can be screaming for twelve when you walk by. You don't. Girl, I know. I know. I'm gonna be a fire. I'm gonna be a firewoman instead, so I can sing "Fireman" by Lil Wayne. And wear the red lipstick on their ass. Oh yeah, latex boots. Yes, ma'am, and the red boots. Mm-hmm. That's how you do it. <laughs> well, we'll see all of this in October. See how it go. Also, that week of homecoming. Apparently, the new oak is supposed to open in its new location. So I am anxious to see how that is going to go as well as um, the venue because I know they're going to top what they have now, which is a very nice location. Mm. Yeah, I didn't know it was going to be a new oak. I had no idea, but it's learn something new every day. I guess we'll be on the lookout for that. Mm-hmm. But it's her last week this week. Oh! Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm. Okay, I'm excited. Well... Okay, well, it's time to move on to the top of the day. I'm going to stick beside them. Yeah. If y'all ain't, all y'all should be on TikTok. Y'all should know the term, and I'm going to stick beside them. So I'm not even going to go instead. But basically, today we are going to talk about sticking beside your men through whatever. And when I say whatever, I do not mean jail or cheating. Yeah, we're not talking about cheating. We're not talking about jail. We're not talking about no type of hot ass mess. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about sticking beside your man financially. And yeah, really just financially. So to explain or to set it up or whatever, y'all know a few weeks ago, my girl, Wendy Williams, she been in some hot ass fire recently, like a lot. But um, a few weeks ago, she was commenting on Tabitha's um, relationship. And basically, Tabitha has said that um, her man or her husband stuck beside her for like the past 15 years working his real job while she was out here grinding and doing what she had to do to make her dreams come true that now she feels like it's time for her to return the favor and, you know, allow him to finally retire, quit his job so that he can pursue whatever dream that he has while she take care of the finances. And Miss Wendy basically said, you know, I don't know if that's really a good idea because at the end of the day, you do all that and your man still do you wrong. And she was kind, well, in my opinion, she was, I felt like she was kind of alluding to like what happened between her and her ex-husband. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. What you, what you think about that? Well, first, I think that a lot of things that Wendy says gets taken out of context, honestly. Um, I do think that the way she comes across, um, comes across a little bit wrong but she doesn't always mean that, like you said, like you felt like she was referring to her situation with her husband because she was kind of in a little fucked up situation. So I do feel like that's where she was coming from. Uh, we may never know because she not verbally say that, mm-hmm. but I do feel like that's where she was coming from. Um, however, uh, 
when it comes to Miss Tabitha and her husband, I do understand what she was saying because I feel like as women, like, or at least for me, a big thing for me is a man supporting what I have going on. Like, if I want to do something, I I trust you to support me, like, regardless if I'm through the process, like, whether I'm getting accepted to a job, whether I'm getting denied through a job. Like, just the fact that I'm trying for my dream, I want you to be supportive of that because, honestly, getting a girl that's ambitious and trying to do some shit, like, that's low-key a blessing in disguise that niggas don't even think about. Because a lot of girls, especially in this era, they just wanted me to do to got some money. And they just want to get they do to got some money and, you know, leech off that. They don't even care to have any dreams or aspirations so i feel like if a man is supporting me like damn right like when it's your time or if i'm able to i'm going to support you you know when mm-hmm. when you want to do something because you supported me when i was so i definitely agree with tabitha like don't come for me in my home because we good over here just make sure you good over there which you weren't so mm-hmm. Yeah, I I agree wholeheartedly 100% everything you just said. I see both sides to it. Because uh, I feel like anything you do, especially involving a significant other or whatever, like any decision you make, there's always going to be a risk. You feel me? It's just a matter of is this person that you're riding with, is, is, this, is this person solid? And is this person really going to, like, 100% put in that full effort? Because, like, you could be solid, but you can also be slacking. And it's just like, what the fuck? Like, I'm, I'm paying for everything. You ain't, got no, you ain't got no room to be slacking. You didn't mm-hmm. make this shit happen. Not saying you got to make it happen tomorrow. But you need to be doing everything you can do to make it happen. And don't just be freeloading off me because I'm tired. Like, I'm going to get tired eventually. And if I, yeah, and if I don't, unfortunately with me, I just feel like if I don't see, um, if I don't see no type of progress over a certain amount of time, then I'll be like, okay, we need to, we need to come, we need to come and regroup. Not saying that, you know, I don't want to say it should have a timeline, but personally, I think it should have a timeline. And it both sides for the female and the male. Right. I definitely think there should be some type of imaginary timeline that is set out. Um, I think as far as like me, uh, just like me going through what like I'm going through now, I wouldn't want to say I would necessarily want a timeline. I think it just varies. I think if my husband is or you know whatever he is to me this time um if he is trying you know like he's actively trying okay now it just depends because after so long if you are really if you're really really trying it's something should stick you know after so long i will say that so i'm not gonna say i have the timeline but i mean it just kind of depends on like how ambitious they are and like their efforts towards it because if i see okay you really have been grinding hard you've been doing this you've been doing that and you really haven't got to that point that you want to get to and we four years in it as far as you're trying to get it okay 
now I'm going to let you know, like, I'm, I'm, I'm sticking beside you, but it's getting a little bit hard for me, you know? Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to do something else on the side. You have to get some money on the side. I can't just sit and keep financially making right. sure that this house is staying afloat. But I'm never going to tell him to not still try to pursue his dreams if he's actively trying. Now, if you just walk around saying you got this what you want to do in life, but you ain't doing shit with playing a game with your friends. Then no. Nah. Mm, yeah, no. That ain't, that ain't gonna cut it. I wouldn't say it's a time limit, though. I don't really think it's a time limit. Um, But, you know, let's just speak in like in like more regular life terms, right? Mm-hmm. So say you are a lawyer or you're something that's making above average than most people and your husband is just working at a plant. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's making $28 an hour or whatever. And you're making, let's say, if we were putting hourly terms, you're making double that. Mm-hmm. Like, how would you would you still support your man even if that's all he wanted to do was working at plane he was comfortable would you be comfortable being the breadwinner okay well um hopefully if him if he's if he's so passionate about this 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 plan I'm, that's factory job right i'm not saying yeah. dumb yeah okay okay he's so passionate about the factory life and he really really loves what he does i feel like okay yes you could like want to stay like in the type of you know field that you're in but it's always room for an upgrade so instead of being a worker like I wouldn't mind if you working your way or especially if you become like the whole manager of the whole plant you know what I'm saying and then as time go on shit you own the plant you know if you if you so passionate about what you do you be a boss a literal boss then I ain't mad like I I hey you you own the fucking plant why would I be mad at it you you went from being a regular employee to being somebody's boss, writing people checks, you know. So in that case, no. But yeah, I just yeah yeah that's it. I really feel like if you're really passionate about your job, then in general, like you would naturally be working to um, get an upgrade or get a promotion instead of just being a regular worker. Like, I may meet you when you're a worker, but I don't know, let's say five years later into the marriage, now you the general manager of the whole plant. So, yeah, that I don't really care. I don't really mind because any day you in your bag, you happy and bills paid as long as you keep me happy. That is really all that matters. So you wouldn't want a man that could do the same thing or more than you can do. Yes. A hundred percent. I would want that, but I mean, realistically, if the man that's gonna do that makes more than me is a womanizer versus the one who's a manager of a whole plant who can, you know, make money on like you know, hold up his own 
keep me happy and not a womanizer, like treat me like I'm motherfucking Beyonce. I ain't even gonna say that because even my girl got cheated on. But basically, treat me like I'm the best thing to ever walk into his life and he can, you know, keep up with whatever lifestyle that I like to have, then it doesn't matter. As long as you keep up with the lifestyle and make me happy and be faithful and act like I'm the only bitch on this earth, I don't care. Because okay. nine times out of 10, the, unfortunately, I hate to say it, but the ones with the big, big money also don't know how to keep their thing inside their pants. They don't because the thing about men is money is their ego booster. Yeah. So, yeah. Don't get me wrong, though. I do. I love to have a man making more than me. But we well, I just feel like I feel like I would just have too many. I wouldn't have be happy with them. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna want to speak into the air, but I don't think I'll be completely happy with the man that makes more than me. But we'll <laughs> let me tell you why. Because I feel like I know how I want to be in life. I know how I'm going to be in life, and I feel like if a man just makes more than me, he's like you said, he's gonna be one of them that's a cheater. He's mm-hmm. gonna be cheated because he feels like that money is boosting his ego so much. He's just that nigga and he can do whatever he wants. And because he's keeping me happy, that should be enough. Or I'm gonna meet a man that is doing everything that I want. He's giving me everything that I want with this money, but he's just a little too soft and substance-less for me. Mm-hmm. And that's gonna throw me off because I have a big personality. So you don't have to be as uh not flamboyant yeah you have to be as um outgoing or like you know like as me but i still need you to have some type of personality and i have came in contact with a lot of guys that do like treat me the way that i want guys to treat me but they just don't have any personality it's like no substance and that is very boring for me like i'm i'm not gonna cap to y'all this is my goddamn podcast i can tell y'all the truth I'm a cheat. I'm a cheat on a nigga. Like Girl, we know that. You don't say yeah. that. <laughs> I'm a cheat on a nigga. A nigga ain't got no substance. He ain't just get I'm cheating. Like, and I'm just gonna be honest with y'all. Well, it's it's the opposite for me. The dudes that I've came across that I just know way just if I like them back, like I would literally be like the happiest bitch on earth. It's not because they don't have no substance. Cause a lot, a lot of times, like they're really not like they, they like literally everything would be there if they had the looks to match. Okay, so that's the thing though. See, that's the that's the thing with me. I I will never know that because the guy like I don't even I don't even entertain nobody. I don't even think it's cute, and that's the thing. I'll be entertaining the guys I think are so cute. And then it might be some kind of guy that's so cute. He got money. And then all he says, word, word, word. Oh, word. Well, well, I don't know track to find these, first of all. So, yeah, I don't know. But I don't entertain the ones that's, that's not attractive, like, at all. But it's because, well, I mean, we're not in school no more. <laughs> but it's like because I'm like I've had classes with these people. So I and at one point in time, like I'm real social in class. Like I talk to everybody. Like it's, it's I just I just like to talk or whatever. And so because like we talk in class or if I had different conversations in class, and they're actually huh, they're like I don't want to say hilarious, but they're actually funny. 
It's like I already know what a personality is. And the way they step to me, it's just like, oh my gosh, like, like I really wish I found you attractive. Like the fact it's so many dudes that are like, when I think about it, me not finding them attractive makes me want to cry because if I was to find them attractive, I would have been off the streets. I would have been winding down the way that I deserve to be winding down because I don't find them attractive. And that's a really big thing to me, personality, and you gotta be attractive. Like I really cannot fake it. I cannot fake it. Like if I'm not attracted to you, I don't even wanna hug you for too long. So yeah. Yeah, the fine niggas, yeah, I don't attract those. So I really don't know. I'm gonna just say this though, a lot of fine niggas, it just be like you never gonna find a perfect girl. Like you might find niggas. That's another episode we can talk about. Oh, niggas in the checklist. The nigga checklist. The nigga checklist. Cause you might find a nigga that's super fine. He this, he this, big small. But that's oh. I don't want nobody super fine. I, I don't trust super fine because I don't want no super. I'm gonna tell you why I don't want. Also, I honestly, it's not even. I don't want to do. I don't care how fine you are. I just don't want to do that. Just know he too fine or think he too fine because that's when you start acting crazy. Like I'm not on cap to y'all. My boyfriend that kid is just too fine for words. Like <laughs> he do. No oh boy, that boy think he the sex you. He think he is the sex you me on the planet, baby. He think he is on Jet Magazine. So <laughs> and it drives me fucking insane because <laughs> like. Oh, don't let him be feeling himself that day. Like, he's just so... Um, no, don't let him like, He damn near think I need to open the door for him. Yeah. So, like, I I can't... Like, luckily, we're getting to this point where he's letting me be the main character. But, like, why the fuck did it take so long? <laughs> like, oh my gosh. I can't do nobody like that. I can't do it again. This is a one and fucking done situation. So if we don't work out, I'm going to medium ugly. I'm going to a nigga that's not so cocky because I promise you, if you get your hair cut and you walk around with an attitude like I'm supposed to kiss your ass, I'm going to I'm gonna box your ass up. Girl, we we're gonna have to talk about that another day because I don't like niggas as cocky at all. At all. I don't like cocky niggas. I don't like cocky niggas. Like I that's another we got so many episodes, y'all coming up. Don't even work. Stay <laughs> tuned because we is coming with the package. Chapter two on y'all ass. Anyways, anyways, anyways. Let's get on to the risk of dating somebody for so long. Um, and just sticking beside them. Like, what like what do you think the risks are? Are you with the risk? I think the number one risk, hello, is you. Let's say, you know, well, yeah. So let's say um, I'm supporting you through whatever or whatever. And um, I'm working. I'm letting, mind you, when I say this, I say this as like we're married. I want to put that out there. Um, can't say I'm doing all this for you to be my little boyfriend. I don't know about all that, you know? I'm not, mm, I'm not financially supporting you if you are just a boyfriend, first of all period um so my let's say my husband um i i'm let's say i'm a millionaire you know i'm like you know babe 
you done stuck beside me during my media career. I, and I love that about you. So I feel like it's time for you to, you know, do what you do, do what you gotta do to make your dream come true. Cause I want both of us to be like genuinely happy or whatever. So I feel like the risk of that, and like I said, it also depends on how solid your partner is. Number one risk is you holding, you sticking beside this man and he cheat on you. That, I feel like that's the number one risk because I don't do that. I don't like that. I don't do that. That shit is not keeping me. He cheat on you. He cheat on you or I don't know. He do something behind your back. Why you so busy? And you know, try to steal. <laughs> but I feel like number one is cheating and stealing. Yeah, that's it for me. That's the biggest risk to me. Yeah, my biggest risk is them cheating on me. Or honestly, my biggest risk is me supporting you and me holding you down. And then you get this money. And now all of a sudden, you at a brand new. You don't even want me no more. You want some totally new shit. Yeah. You, you want a white bitch. That, that's my biggest thing for me. Like, no way I just sat and I did this. I'm turning niggas down for you. I'm staying down for you, being faithful to you and you broke and you go and get some money and now all of a sudden you too good for me. You know, yeah. that's my biggest thing. And like, you know, like the harsh reality honestly is a lot of guys try to make it seem like, oh no, like I would never do that. I would never like, but the thing about it is they do. And I have literally witnessed this from like homeboys, like classmates, just guys I've just kind of interacted with. Like I've seen them once they feel a certain way about themselves, they feel like getting a girl that is non-black puts them on a whole different level. And I will be damned if I'm holding a nigga down. Because first of all, I'm not going to do that. They're not, they're not gonna do that for you. Yeah, if um yeah, they're not gonna do it. Even if you leave me. Yeah, definitely. They're not gonna do it. Why would they sit and deal with the broke dude? They can go get little John in the hood that's living in his mom's house. Why what would make you different from him? Because y'all both ain't got no money to her, right? So why the fuck? No. So I that's my biggest risk that like I don't know about. Um and then it will also just kind of like, like it, like we were talking about, it will backfire. Like I feel like the whole another risk is it backfiring on me. Like I'm getting you to this point, you get this money, and now you feel like you're better than me. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're divorced, and um, I ain't gonna say I'm going to jail, but um. I probably got a domestic violence charge because I fought you. I whooped your ass because I ain't like that. So now we divorce. I got a divorce case and I got a domestic violence case because you want to get a little bit beside yourself. Cause I don't like that. Ooh, yeah, girl, that too. That, that too, that too. You leave me or whatever. Especially if let's say we didn't agree, like it wasn't a situation where like I agreed for you to quit your job and let you do you. Let's say you had a good job. Like this dude had a good job, just like I got a good job. But unfortunately, you know, everybody know the economy can act real dumb sometimes. Let's say Shotty got laid off. So he out of work for a minute trying to find a job, but 
for a couple of years, he is just literally just like out of work because because the economy is bad. Once you get that good job and I've been holding shit down, um, please don't switch up over here. Please do not switch up over here. Please do not switch up over here because yeah, I'm really, I feel like I would physically like want to fight and it's probably not going to go that well for me because I'm not that strong of a person. So I'm probably going to get beat up or whatever, or I'm probably going to go to jail because I, I I hit you over the side of the head with a trophy. I don't know. But yeah, <laughs> it's just pistol whip. Not pistol whip. I'm scared of guns, girl. I ain't doing that. Tag locks. Mm. <laughs> okay. I ain't doing that. I ain't doing the fist whipping now. That's scary, girl. Mm. But I will throw some. I will pick up a lamp. Okay, then glass woman. Mm. So, do you think it makes you a bad partner if you don't want to hold your partner down while they're pursuing their dreams? I don't know. Honestly, I say it doesn't. I say it doesn't make you a bad partner because I feel like you're just looking out for yourself. Like, like it's a risk. Like, it's just like, I feel like this, if a person want to be with you, they're going to want to be with you regardless. And I feel like once they get to a certain position in life, they will understand exactly why you made that decision because they knew how hard it was for them to get to that point. They knew like whatever going through that point. And for you to take on another person's baggage while also still having your own shit, that's a lot. And I feel like if a man or a woman wants to be with you, they're going to understand that. So I don't think it makes you a bad partner. And I really hate when people say, oh, she ain't no rider, he ain't no rider. Um, I'm not riding for anybody that did some bullshit purposely. Like, just not doing it. Yeah. In jail, I'm not riding. I'm just telling you the truth. You went to jail off of you already knew you was on probation and you just decided to go outside and cut your bracelet off. I'm not holding you down. I'm not. Yeah, that that's why I said at the beginning of this topic, I said, make it clear, we're not, I mean you're talking about holding a nigga down for jail. That ain't what we talk about. <laughs> I had to make it clear. That is not what we talk about over here, not at Kanye Confessions. We is talking about holding the motherfucker down, trying to chase his dreams, or maybe he got laid off. Not the jail shit, because that's, mm, no. that's no. I feel like it'll be a very slim chance where the jail shit could, you know, maybe slide. Maybe if it's a real, real, you know, type like racial injustice type of thing. That's a little different. That's a that's a lot different, actually. Not because you want to go do an armed robbery in Ray Ray neighborhood. No. Not right. because you want to sign up for a PPP loan knowing you ain't got no damn business. Not. Not because you want to scam because you ask people cash apps and Venmo's. No. <laughs> None of that goofy stuff. So, yeah, I don't think it makes a bad apart i don't think it makes you a bad partner i just feel like you know if the partner is so it's like voluntarily says you know this what i'm gonna do then okay cool but i don't think you should expect your that out of your partner either unless 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 y'all been married for a while 
And like, like I said, something unfortunate happens, like the economy bad and you like out of the blue get laid off the job. Then, okay, maybe you should expect your spouse because y'all got married for rich or for poor. But you shouldn't expect your spouse to want to support you if you just out of the blue quit your good ass job because you, you decide you want to be a damn singer at 45 years old. So yeah, I feel like it's different. Now, what about, cause this also, I saw our homeboy, you know, Kodak, big homie's house. They had said something about, um, they had asked the ladies, if you will hold your man down, why they get their doctorate degree? And that's interesting because I remember on Married to Medicine when Contessa, oh, where she get her doctorate? I don't know, she went back to school um, or whatever. And so her husband, I'm trying to think, it was very hard for her while she was in school because her husband was supposed to be like, you know, like taking, I don't want to say taking care of the kids because they still live together. He's supposed to be picking up like more things around the house. And I don't think he was doing that 100% and then made it really, really hard on her. And also on Love and Hip Hop and then a, um, what's the name? Shooter and Scrap Sister. They was dating. This was last season. And they had took a break or whatever because she was trying to get her real estate license. So how you feel about stick, um, holding somebody down while they're trying to get a higher form of education? Not necessarily um, money. I feel like you're ambitious. So me holding you down wouldn't be a problem because I know that you're out here trying to do something. You're not you're not just comfortable being broke or whatever the case may be. So that wouldn't be a problem for me. Yeah, me either girl. You you out here trying to get your doctorate. Go ahead, boom. Okay, doctor. Because you're gonna bring in more money than my little bachelors. Yeah, the doc, the doc, that doctor is gonna do something that I can't do. So it's it's a yes for me. Right. No hesitation. It's no hesitation when it comes to me. Oh, you wanna get a doctorate? Oh right. go ahead. Go ahead. I got you. Just just like you said, don't try to switch up after you cross that damn stage. Okay. Cause now we got now we're gonna get the fight. Then I'm at, yeah, then I'm gonna have an issue because. I stay with you, so don't get brand new when you get this new money. Mm-mm. Like I said, now we fighting and we divorced. That ain't good. Like I said earlier, we, we personally, me, we got to be married <laughs> for all this whole down. Stick besides, we got to be married. Not no boyfriend and girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So I'm just telling girl, first of all, what you um what you sipping on? What you had in your cup today? Girl, I had me a little 1942 margarita. Mm. Yes, I was drinking on today. Courtesy of my best friend. She bought me this for my graduation. And I have literally been sipping in small portions because, oh <laughs> because this is fucking nasty. Oh. But anyway, so yeah, been drinking that today. And what you was drinking? Y'all, so I was at the liquor store today, and I'm not a vodka girl, and I like vodka, but I've heard about Deep Eddie, the brand. 
And I saw they had, I like cranberry juice. So I saw they had deep eddy cranberry. So I had a little deep eddy cranberry. Yes, I only got a shot bottle because I want to try it. Deep eddy cranberry with cranberry juice. Um, it's not that bad. It was kind of okay. I hate vodka, but it wasn't, it wasn't that bad. But I don't know if this would be my drink of choice, but it was cute. It was cute. It was cute. So that's that. Woo, child, girl. How you so how you feeling this week? What's what's tea? What is it giving? Um, so this week I am, you know, let's start with you. Oh my god. <laughs> oh gee. Okay, this week I am feeling, ooh, I'm feeling like two songs. I'm gonna do one. I'm gonna do one. I'm gonna do one. I'm fucked. I'm feeling like mm-mm, by Miss Kelly. Um, you know the song. It's okay. Oh, I never had a hit on with that. Yes, oh. yes, TikTok. Yes, okay. So y'all probably know of Kelly. She's a TikTok girl, TikTok rapper. She one of her most famous songs is the "Do a Bitch." song and now she has a song called Mm-mm, that's popping on tiktok and the reason why i like this song is because in the chorus she says let me find it um let me find it let me find it god damn it's one part that i really really like and i just really like i really related to what i'm looking for child my bad y'all okay why are you doing that i'm gonna go ahead and tell them my song of the week Go ahead. I finally found it. So my song of the week is feeling peachy because he starts the song off by Cody Black. He says, "You knew I needed you. Why would you leave me?" And that is very much fitting for my jobs right now because mm-hmm. they should feel that way about me, and I should feel that way about one of my other jobs because they've been on some bullshit. But they know that I needed them to get certain places that need to be in my career because yeah so it's very fitting and I feel like my nigga needs to feel this way about me he needs to need me so period yeah I found the lyrics y'all the reason why I love this song is because she said I told him just like his money I can't save him period can't save these niggas Uh, she said this part I don't really agree. She said, can I post you on my page? Mm-mm. Yeah, I could post you on my page. I love posting niggas. So yeah, I could post you. But what I did agree with is these next few lines. She said, spend a night at my place. Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't allow niggas to spend night mm-hmm. anymore. Spend a night me. Mm-hmm. Okay, like I said, you cannot spend a night unless you're my boyfriend. So, mm-mm, ain't nothing. Yeah, 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 you can't yeah um call a broke nigga bae not doing that he gonna do just what i say mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> very yeah. much fitting very much fitting yeah she did what she had to do so that that's that's how i'm feeling this week mm-hmm. by cali check that out per right so y'all know what to do follow us on everything we are cognac confessions podcast on everything as well as at cognac confessions on Kanye Confessions Podcast on Instagram. Instagram. Everything. Every platform. Apple Music, Spotify, Google Podcasts. 
YouTube, Instagram, Clan Confessions Podcast. Make sure y'all are following us, subscribing to us. And if you don't, you a hoe. And that's all. Purr. If you don't, you a hoe. We're going to knock you on the floor. Period. Yeah, bitch. Show you to the dough. Happy Friday, y'all. Happy Friday. Bye, y'all. It's Clan Confessions, episode 14. And I'm sick beside them. Hmm.